Welcome to Say Brother Radio. This is Barbara Barramore, your host, and I want to welcome you to uh, a program that, first of all, we're on radio and television, and it's community television, and we're hoping that uh, you stick with us today because tonight we're going to feature Haywood Fennell, who's going to speak about the world-renowned Marion Anderson, but we'll be back right after this. I'm Hal Jackson for 1130 AM. This is a bulletin. Good evening, folks. It is reported that the colored singer, Marian Anderson, known for her human rights leadership, is coming back to America to sing and continue the struggle. We will pause for a commercial and we'll be back. I am Hal Jackson for the Washington Review radio station, 1130 AM. Welcome back to Say Brother Radio. Uh, hello, Barbara. How are you? How you been? Great to have you. I've been fine. Uh, thank you. How you been? How I've, you been, been? I've been busy. i been excited, you know, doing what you we are. do. You are. Yeah, I, I uh, want to ask you about this. Uh, one of the things you've been doing is this production of Marian Anderson. And I want you to tell us about that, why we should celebrate her life and, and what is that about? Marian Anderson is a very important woman, a very important mindset for our people around the importance of us understanding that we were free to make choices about our conditions. And she was a woman of world renown because of her musical talents that she shared all over the world. Coming out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, as a young woman, she was determined to become a successful opera singer and spiritualist singing. And uh, she learned about the importance of human dignity, that skin color should not be something that interrupts your life and fulfillment as a human being. And so uh, we look at Marian Anderson as the archetype for liberation and civil rights. And she used her voice in many ways to create a voice of resistance with an action plan that allowed her to go around the Daughters of American Revolution who was in charge of the venue called the Constitutional Hall. And uh, they wanted her to sing before a segregated audience because that was a part of the contract. And she decided that she would respond to her no, which was no, in meaning new, old meaning order, new order. 
and she got together with her friends. Uh, some you know, some you don't know, but two that we have in the play are Mary McLeod Bethune and Mary Mahalia Jackson. And they come together and they plan with a plan that was created by Mary McLeod Bethune to meet with Eleanor Roosevelt, the wife of then President Franklin Delano Roosevelt, and they were able to come up with a different venue and she was able to sing before 75,000 people in 1939 on an Easter Sunday, and it was integrated. That is the gist of the story. That is the crux of the story. Now tell me about your, your company, the Oscar Michaud Family Theater Company. Absolutely, um, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, a stellar, stellar company under direction of in-house director, again, uh, Monica Anderson Spencer, who is a Howard University graduate with an advanced degree in music education. Uh, in this production, we have returning to us uh, Wanda uh, Perry Josephs, who is now a holder of a master's degree that she earned uh, at Leslie College here in Cambridge. And uh, we have a young lady that has this booming gospel voice by the name of Darlene Wynn, well-respected, can sing, you know, going to make him jump up, the audience that is. And we have coming again with us to dance and move with grace, the stage, stages, S-T-A-J-E-Z, well-known uh, competitors, winners, and they're going to move with the opening piece around nobody knows the trouble I see, liturgical, of course. Give us some technical background. How long has the production company and stages been rehearsing this production for the Marion Anderson show? Well, this is what? This is, uh, this is September. Yeah. All summer we've been working. You know, a lot on Zoom, though, a lot of Zoom, some stage, and now we're at the point now, Sister Monica has her own method of rehearsing people and it's working out. And I'm in touch with uh, stages. As a matter of fact, I went to one of their rehearsals and I got, I feel like I've been dancing. I've been sitting there that long watching those moves and stuff like that. And so, mm -hmm. you know, it's coordinated as best we can coordinate it. We've been up to the uh, stage at the, the Strand and we, as a team, and looked at the stage and uh, the size of the stage and how we want to set the stage up so that the audience can feel like they're there with the people that are playing these roles. You said you rehearsed on Zoom. How does that work? Well, that works good because it's, it's on television. It's just like, uh, you know, people at home and uh, they know their lines and cues. Mm -hmm. Sister Monica is an amazing lady, you know, mm -hmm. and she's, she's done that. She's done that. We performed before. We did a, a play that... I wrote called Happy Birthday, Miss Harry Tubman about black women in the vote. And mm -hmm. it was done during the COVID-19. And we presented it as a full production uh, on Zoom. That sounds fantastic. Now tell us about this production at the Strand Theater. It's going to be October 13, 14, and 15. What tell an opportunity. What, what, what an opportunity this is for us, Bob. We received a grant from the city of Boston mm -hmm. 
Okay. And with the guidance of Melody Green, who was the general manager at the Strand, we are going to bring this play, a play about a woman who lived up until a few years ago. 1997. Right, she passed. Right. And she did a lot with her voice. And we could follow her train of thought and do a lot more than we're doing today. And that's one of the things that we want to seed minds in how this lady was thinking about herself, her people, and the social conditions along with the racial impediments that we continue to face. Give us the exact, go, let's go back to the Strand for a minute. Give us the exact times that people attend these shows. I'm sorry, you did ask for that. Well, on October the 13th is the opening night, 7 p.m. October the 14th at 4 p.m. we have a special event that we're gonna do before the 4.30 performance. That's matinee, the 15th is matinee at 4.30, which is the concluding uh, uh, performance. Information, 857-204-5312. 857-204-5312. Call us up, we can give you the information regarding the tickets and where we're located. Get live person or we get a tape recording? Well, if I'm there, I'll pick it up. If if I'm not there, I'll, I'll call you back. Because okay. we're trying to fill up every seat every night. How many seats do you have at the Strand? 1,800. 1,800. Okay, viewers, you got your job. 1013, 1014, and 1015. 1013 is 7 o'clock, 1014 and 15, 430. And there's a special event on the 14th, right? Right. The special and event... Is the, Tell us about that. The special event is a real special event for a special lady using the Marion Anderson as the archetype, the beginning of this award project. The Marion Anderson Women in Leadership Tribute 2023 recipients will be Sarah Ann Shaw, a journalist that has made major impact on the city of Boston. My first black reporter in Boston. Andrea Swain, an official with the Boys and Girls Club of Boston, an innovative leader that has jeopardized so many young people to the next level understanding the importance of education. The third person is Wilma Brown. Wilma Brown is a community leader, the widow of Ralph Francis Brown Jr., who passed in 2012, but left the vision, which was fulfilled on August the 1st, 2023, to unveil a statue to commemorate the history of contributions of African-American veterans. The fourth recipient, Gloria Johnson, who has been involved in the recovery community for the last 40 years, helping people change their thinking and stop thinking and start thinking 
to make some difference in their lives. Our final two recipients are posthumous awards. One is to Elizabeth Williams, also known as Beth Williams, was a businesswoman and entrepreneur, and she also worked with veterans. And the sixth person posthumous is Malkia Baker Gomez, a woman that spent a lot of time in leadership, in politics, in helping the community around workforce development, giving guidance and building our community on different levels. Those will be the first recipients. And that program will start at 4 p.m. on October the 14th. We will do introduction, get right to it, and the performance will start at 4.30. That means on the 14th, the audience has to get there early, half an yeah. hour early, yeah. to see yeah. the right see the awards. Awards event. Okay. Um, now let's go back to the theater. What are some of the special moments that your audience will have to look forward to regarding the Marian Anderson production? One of the things about theater that I've learned, Barbara, is that the most important part of the theater performance is the opening. And we are opening with a liturgical dance by a superior a dance company who has track record of success and mm -hmm. creativity in movement. It's stages. We're honored okay. for them to come in and open up the production. The other uh, highlight in the play is the way that our performers take on the roles of the people for the audience to actually believe that those are the real people. And then our music, opera, gospel, spirituals, tells the tale of the struggle and the triumph over those particular situations that we want our audience to understand that we don't give up nor give in, but believe to achieve. Closing mm -hmm. out will be the song to be sung by our Marian Anderson, Sister Monica, who is, as I said earlier, can hit the notes that we need to have hit, that you will need a ladder to go up to pull the note down, <laughs> and to close out with a song that's tribute to Philadelphia uh, by Gamble and Hoff, Wake Up Everybody, because we need to be awakened in today's times. Now tell me some of the names of the key people, key actors, in this production that we can look forward to seeing? Well, and I mean, they are key people too. These people are fantastic talent. They have fantastic talent. Leon Beale, Leon Beale, mm -hmm. international singer, music composer. Darlene Wynn, gospel singer, well-known, well-respected, performs all the time. Wonder. Perry Joseph, now an educator, used to sing with 9.9, .9, had hits all over America, and Monica Anderson Spencer, our director and the woman who will play Marion and Anderson. And she lives that part. Look, Monica Anderson was her name before she got married, became Monica Anderson Spencer. 
I don't know. I'm not, you know, superstitious. But I know she could sing, and I know she's singing as Marian Anderson, and folks are going to really enjoy her when she comes out. I know that. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, uh, you told me who some of the key players are in this production. What are the key moments in history that we'll see in Marian Anderson's life? The key word, I think, Barbara, two words, fighting segregation, two more words, not accepting those conditions, and okay. N-O, new order, challenge, triumph. Those are the elements of this particular play. Okay. And tell us some of the women that are going to be portrayed in this production, historical women who are going to be portrayed in this production. Mahalia Jackson. Mahalia Jackson was a uh, conscientious woman when it came to human dignity. And she was a real good friend of the late, great Dr. Martin Luther King, even before he was involved in the manner that he was involved. Uh, Mary McLeod Bethune was a, a woman of 17 children, and I believe uh, she was number nine or seven or number nine, and she was chosen to go to school and not pick cotton no more. Mm-hmm. And she went on to become an educator and to start the first college in Florida for women, Mathune Cookman. Okay, we're gonna take a break right here and we'll be back in a moment. Okay. us about some of the people who are going to be portrayed in this event. Can you tell me how they will be portrayed? Who, what roles will they speak about? What aspects of their life will they speak about? First of all, Barbara, you, you, what you got to understand, uh, what our audience should understand is that the uh, role of black women in our survival has never been on par with what they did. Okay? What does that mean? Say that another way. I don't understand it. Well, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. Okay. They okay. used to call them, they used to use uh, condescending terms like calling our women gals, you know, mm -hmm. uh, not believing that they could achieve because they weren't vocal, but they were able to get the jobs. When our men couldn't get jobs, they were able to feed the family. When the men couldn't feed the family, they were able to do a lot of leadership things when the men couldn't do that. And that's not being uplifted enough. 
I don't think so. And so this play is to highlight the contributing factors in our survival by black women. Okay. This lady came out of Philadelphia, the place where the AME Church was founded by a man by the name of Richard Allen. And later on, we hear the Philadelphia sound. But those are men. Where were the women? Who were the women? And this play is about identifying women as leaders in society, dealing with the issues that moved us forward as a people. Okay, now, this sounds did you, like did, a say, did you just say amen, Bob? <laughs> I could have, okay. but I didn't, but okay. Um, I want you to tell me about the feeling that the audience should walk away with after watching this production. What are they going to feel? Well, elation would be one of the feelings that, and hearing the truth, through a performance and feeling the music and feeling the actors, another perspective has been presented, another highlight of thanking our women for being who they are, leaders. And what are the main points are they going to take away, main issues? they take away to think about? Well, one of the things, Barbara, that I think is very important, and I mentioned it earlier about Marian Anderson and the word N-O. You know, we, we cannot become complacent. We're not, we cannot emulate wrong and say it's right. Marian Anderson saw that what was going on in society, particularly in America, did not have to be that way. And she moved to change. We must move to change. We must become the fist and no longer the finger. We have to, to, to unite. 75,000 people in 1939 on the Easter Sunday came to the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. to hear this woman sing. And why was she singing? Because she refused to sing before a segregated audience as dictated by a white group. Mm -hmm. She was not afraid. We must not be afraid if we're to stand up and have what we know to be equality. So you said the letters N-O. You didn't tell us what that meant besides no. It means new order. New order. Right. Okay. No coming from the daughters of the American Revolution mean nothing happening. No coming from Marion Anderson means new order. We're going to change things here now. We got to change things. We can't worry. We can't be afraid. We got to move forward. Move forward, folks, in the audience and hear this play, see this performance, understand that we can make the changes that need to be. So she was encouraging African Americans or people of the African diaspora. To she was encouraging. She was encouraging everybody that had been uh, 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 pray, P R E Y, 
to a system that was strict and unfair. Because black people were made to, for people to think that they were the only ones that were discriminated against. But look, Barbara, right here in Boston, we have a history of how the Irish was treated. That's right. And so, so everybody, so. everybody can benefit from the Marion Anderson and Friends Project. There is a lesson there for everyone. Well, this project is not specifically for a black audience. It's for the entire audience. Right. She, audience. She, she was against discrimination. Maybe she didn't know the depth of discrimination, but she saw it in other countries when she was in Europe. Right, right. So tell me who, what other individuals, male or female, are you thinking about doing in the future? This is a wonderful way to teach people history through these performances by your company, by the Oscar Michaud Family Theater. Well, we've, we've already done, we've already done and have it in the can, the um, Harlem Renaissance Revisited with a Gospel Flavor. We also did uh, Happy Birthday, uh, Harriet Tubman, who was, you know, the, the engineer for the Underground Railroad, but she was also involved in voting for women, you know, and, and, and we, we've done that, and we expected to do a play called uh, Can't Go Home. That's our next uh, play that we're going to do. And whose life does that feature? Uh, we will have some Billie Holiday in there. Billie Holiday. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. So are your productions going to move forward chronologically so that we come to today's date in terms of the heroes and the sheroes that we have now? Well, I think that we will have mention of some of them in the script. Maybe not mm -hmm. do the entire thing, but... Another thing that we are planning on doing is doing uh, interviews like Langston Hughes and Zora Neale Hurston would do a 15-minute uh, conversation, and we'll put that in the can and show it as an educational encounter for our viewers. So you say in the can, do you mean you're going to do a television production of them? Yeah, we're going to do a production. We have a production team called oh, uh, Center, Center, Center Stage LLC, founded by... Will Spencer, who's the husband of Monica Anderson Spencer. So how does your viewers who cannot come to be your audience? Well, we're putting to together a right now to right now we have uh, some of our information on our webpage, which is T H E O M T C T H E O M T C dot com. And we're working on creating a web page. Uh, a, a, a YouTube page, you know, that's okay. in the progress. We have two minutes left. I'm going to give you the first one, and I'll take the last one. Tell us what you want us to know. We want you to know that the Oscar Michelle Family Theater Program was founded in 1997 by yours truly, Hayward Fennell, and it's an all-volunteer uh, theater company that has uh, been very blessed with support, and we want to continue to get that support. And we're asking you to come out on October 13th, 14th, and 15th 
And the 14th is a matinee performance that starts at 4 p.m. because we have a special program. We want to award some ladies. Uh, we need your support. 857-204-5312. Our webpage is T-H-E-O-M-T-C dot com. Again, our number is 857-204-5312. Help us to deliver the message of Miss Marion Anderson and Friends Project. Thank you very much. Thank you, Hayward. And I want to thank our viewers for watching St. Brother Radio and this version of the Marion Anderson production presented by Hayward Fennell, veteran, author, playwright, producer, director. Um, I want you to attend these events on October 13th, 14th, and 15th, 7 o'clock, 4.30, and 4.30 except the one on the 14th will start a half hour early for the awards presentation. You want to also check that out. I want to thank you and help us all celebrate Aaron Anderson who was born on February 27, 1897. It's important that we celebrate our heroes and sheroes. Thanks for watching. Look forward to seeing you again on Say Brother. Okay, Say Brother Radio. Bye-bye.